Well, hello there. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? It's hard to beat the ease of the modern era in streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your house. Cork. But there was something truly special about heading to Blockbuster, picking out a movie by hand, and taking it with you on a camping trip, along with everything else that you own inside of your house. On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte. Joining me, as always, two dudes who are the size of boogers. Sean Pryor and AJ Vance, how the heck you are you? You got to the best line of the movie. Yeah, dude. God damn it. Look, it's not the size <laughs> of that the booger. matters. It's the motion of the booger, okay? Wait, what? <laughs> no, the- trust me. I... There's a point in it's there. It's the viscosity, <laughs> and if it's hard or not, if you can get it under your fingernails and right. get it straight out. You it's know just what, what if you can get a grip on it, and if you can, you know. If when you throw it, it makes a noise against a wall, you know it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, boys, on today's episode, we discuss a movie that simultaneously scared and thrilled 80s kids at the thought of a shrunken backyard adventure, a movie that taught us that CPR is learned in French class. <laughs> And after a 540-day hiatus, a movie that brings some Rick Moranis back into our lives. Wow. We're, of course, talking about 1989's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Well, damn dang it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another nostalgic journey to the past with the confused breakfast. Sit back, relax, and enjoy wherever you are in the world. Take it away, boys. Take it away. Well, listen, this movie was chosen, hand-selected by our beautiful Patreon members, where you can learn more at patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. Interesting. They, we gave them five movies with Rick Moranis. We wanted them back so bad. We said, here's five movies. They picked this with 48% of the vote. Little Giants getting 31%. Ooh. Strange Brew, 13%. Little Shop of Horrors, 8%, and Flintstones got one vote. Oh, wow. One vote. People basically said, don't you ever dare do this at the Flintstones, <laughs> is what they said. Is that going to be an on I, I kind of want to know who it was. Yeah. I will call them out in the Patreon episode. We will call them out, because they know who they are. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but if you want to vote on future upcoming episodes, and you want to be a part of the action directly supporting this podcast, you go to patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast. So much more weekly bonus audio episodes, modern day ratings from you guys. Go check it at okay and if you are new to the podcast we're going to be reviewing honey i shrunk the kids scene by scene with a modern eye but in order to do that properly we got to strip that all away we got to talk about it with childhood wonder nostalgic party time atmosphere aj what do you got on this one we now return to honey i shrunk the kids (laughs) on disney (laughs) that is it like or or on abc and it was definitely it was just mashed in between all these commercials. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it was like right after mash. <laughs> <laughs> right after mash, which I also love <laughs> as a kid. Uh I loved this movie, dude. I thought this was like the coolest idea for a movie as a kid. It's this total adventure vibe. I like having to kind of survive and but the jungle is your own backyard. Ooh, ooh, what a fun concept! Oh man, I don't know. There's something very, very enticing about this when you're a kid. I think that for me personally, and uh, watching it on the Disney Channel, um, and by by that time, 
probably watching it in some marathon with the other ones. Yeah, yeah. blew up the kid. Yep, honey, I farted the kid, on the kid. And then, yeah. yep, uh, honey, I, I sharded the bed. <laughs> honey, I do not like, want the kids anymore. Yeah. Honey, I want a divorce. Honey, <laughs> 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 honey I'm going away for the weekend. <laughs> honey, we need two Christmases. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, my two dads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, these are all straight to video, so you, yeah. may, you may not have seen them. This is this is the one. This is the one. Honey, I took the dog. <laughs> well, welcome to this episode, guys. We're just gonna keep this idea going for at least the next thirty-two minutes. <laughs> Oh man, that's fun. <laughs> that was a great time already. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I love this as a kid. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. So I thought that this movie mm. was yeah. aces. <laughs> let's, as you not, could let's try really hard to not laugh for the next two minutes. Okay, okay. so I really thought that this movie was something special, and uh, I will give this film. A as a child, as a nostalgic rating, a nine point two five. Nine point two five, Sean. What about you? I am going to tell you a story uh, that relates to the podcast of how I saw this movie. Mm. Uh, this was a uncle's basement movie, the one I pissed in. Um, <laughs> damn it! Shut up, I damn got him. I got him. God. Okay, guys, you know the rules. Take a shot. <laughs> All right, there it goes. Um, God damn it! Yeah, uh, pr- uh, recently mitigated upon Uncle's basement. <laughs> I, uh, watched, I watched this in there, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know he would have movies like this and Page Master down there for uh, us kids and Super Mario Brothers and all that. And uh, yeah, I loved it. Just like you guys said, I loved like the the wonder <laughs> of like you know it's like an adventure film, but it's it's your backyard. You're just you know in a jungle of your backyard, which is really fun. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. 8.5 from Sean. I'm going 8.52. I mean, this is like... 8.52, okay. I'm a... (laughs) 8.52. I was was seven when this came out, and I definitely watched it. Like, I think we went and saw it in the theater, maybe. And it was like very... I'm like, you're in... It was the first time I ever remember inserting myself into a movie and being like... Oh man, like what would I do? Like, oh, that's cool. Oh, I'm kind of like that guy. Like, I'm yeah. sort of like that guy. Like, yeah. And so, I, I mean, I freaking love. I think then we rented it a million times, and my mom finally bought it for us. We loved this movie. We got an executive producer on the show today. We got Bud Larson back at nice. it, Let's back go, to backs Bud. for Bud. Woo. He says, "I believe the first time I saw this, it would have been a VHS rental, maybe at Hollywood Video. This was a super fun Friday family movie night. I know we did those. We did those too, man. I used to think how awesome it would be." to be this small and just wander around our house, let alone our backyard. I remember loving this movie. After renting it, I want to say we bought the VHS right away. Nostalgic rating would be a 9.5. Fellas, that's an wow. 8.94 for a nostalgic rating. That's going to take us to the number 9 spot. Too dang. That is right below the Mighty Ducks, right above Just Friends. This is where we got that nostalgic <laughs> rating. You okay with that? Nostalgically. Uh, nostalgically, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fine. Nostalgically, it's fine. Well, we are going to wipe away all this nostalgia that we just spent seven minutes talking about. We're going to talk about Sean's pertinent, important details of the movie. Sean, what do you got, man? Produced by Penny Finkelman Cox. John Let Landau. that one sit for just a second, okay. if you don't mind. Can I uh, say it one more time? Try Please. it one more time. Produced by Penny Finkelman Cox. 
John Landau, Thomas G. Smith, and Brian Yuzna. Story by Stuart Gordon, Brian Yuzna, and Ed Naha. Uh, Stuart Gordon and um, Brian Yuzna are uh, both... Well, Stuart Gordon's the director of a great horror movie called uh, Reanimator. I'm sure horror movie fans Oh, know I love that. that one. I love that yeah, one. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, but Brian Yuzna is a, d- a director of uh, a crazy, goopy, weird movie that is like should be a party movie on anybody's like list of party movies. Get some pizza, get some beers, and watch society it's fucking crazy screenplay by ed naha and tom shulman cinematography by hero narita music by james horner accompanied by dan violinist steve bugle and jake pianist directed by joe johnston <laughs> he also did page master jumanji <laughs> october sky the wolfman and captain america that's <laughs> i'm just um james horner okay we're having a good time yeah <laughs> Um, I thought that was going to get a huge laugh. Stuart Gordon and Brian. <laughs> I'm Yuzna. trying not to. <laughs> we're, we laugh too much. I'm, I tune in for the re- critical reviews. I want to know what my peers honestly think about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. All they did was tell jokes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Stuart, okay, back to business. Okay. Stuart Gordon course, yes, and so. Brian uh, Yuzna had the idea mm. for the film and went looking for potential studio houses to produce it. Indeed. Going to Disney with their pitch for Teeny Weenies, as it was called at the time. Oh, no. Studio- oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Time out. It was called Teeny Weenies? Yeah. Oh, no. I, I, what I want to know is the exact amount of time that they said, yep, that's it, to when some guy goes, excuse me, what? And, what are, you, call and, it that. and what are you shrinking? Kids. Okay, so we're going to cut that name. <laughs> First of all, we got to get rid of the name because, uh, well, I'm scared of you. And uh, Well, here's the thing. I, no. I didn't read Teeny Weenies, but I also read it was going to be called The Big Backyard. Or, yeah, or uh, Grounded. Was it, was like, title? None of those seem yeah. to work. It's so weird when you hear these titles after the fact. You're like, that wouldn't work. <sighs> yeah. Like what Halloween or last episode? What was it going to be called? Like babysitter murders. Yeah. Like that doesn't work for me. Yeah. 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 Good. Good. They changed it. Uh, well, they were also like people were pissed. It was called shrunk instead of shrink. You know, or sh- shrank. You know. Um, but anyway, you can't please anybody. The studio hired Gordon to direct and Yuzna to produce. After getting sick, Gordon was unable to make the film, so uh, too did Yuzna step down as producer. Disney then brought in Joe Johnston to direct and Penny Finkelman Cox to produce. The title also eventually changed to The Big Backyard and again to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. For the role of Wayne Zielinski, the filmmakers originally wanted Chevy Chase for the part, but he turned it down. Probably because he's a Big old dick. Wow. Uh, so he wouldn't have fit into this title. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. I just got it. Uh, thank you. Uh, then eventually offered the role to John Candy, who also turned it down, but not before suggesting his good old buddy, Rick Moranis, who accepted the part. Principal photography began on J- January 20th, 1988, and the film shot mostly in Mexico City at Churubusco Studios. With a heavy load of special effects, the effects team got to building what would be the two neighboring houses featured in the film, as well as a giant oatmeal cream cookie made out of uh, polyurethane foam and real cream filling, 40-foot-tall yes. urethane blades of grass, and a giant mechanical ant. After 182 days of, oh, wow. of uh, production, the film wrapped on July 20th, 1988. 
Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was released on June 23, 1989, and on a budget of $18 million, the film made $222.7 million which is why, at the box office. <laughs> which is and, why the sequels came around. Yes, it spawned two sequels and a television show. Anybody seen the television show? No, okay. I don't think so. Okay, well, that's <laughs> all I got. I appreciate that so much. Now we got to go to AJ. He talks about the critical fan ratings and reviews that we got to know about. What do you got, man? Well, it's a good thing he tried this on an apple and not a tomato because it would have made a that would have left some stains. It would have yeah on the couch that he had there. Let's go to uh, the tomato meter. I'm not even gonna hit the button for that. Damn it, it, dude. Just, it just didn't feel right. All right, well, I need more. I just I, this is your punishment. I just need a little more effort next. You time. want more effort next? Yeah, time. Yeah, like All right. grit, and I just want you to really go after. I it next really time. did think I had something there, but then it lost it about yep. halfway through yep. talking. I think I those you are to... the best ones, honestly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Okay, thank you. Gross. Now yeah. I'm pumped. Now I'm pumped. Are you permed? Seventy-six percent permed. Whoa. Listen to what that's tied with of any movie we've done that is tied with Cool Runnings and The Goonies. The Goonies seems pretty fitting there, like kind of this little kid adventure kind of thing. I mean, you know? I would I watch these movies back to back probably. Yeah. Yeah. The Goonies is a 76%. That is critical. Yes. Critical reviews. Yep. That's still insane to it, me. Yep. It's very low. God, that's, that. that's hard to hear. Um, I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to go back and do all that again, but I'm sure the audience uh, yes. score is like mm-hmm. 92 or oh, something. Oh, yes. 100%. This one, however, is not. This is okay. 54%. Audiences apparently didn't receive this as well as wow. the critics even did. Interesting. So, a little bit of a shock there. 6.4. Land it right in the middle at IMDb. That's bottom 20. Any movie we've done that is tied with Explorers and Weekend at Bernie's. So that also fits. Yeah. Well, Isn't that weird? Yeah, I mean, if I had seen Explorers, I probably would have watched those back to back. Yeah, too. let's. Can we just mash all those movies together and just have like like an a like Google AI just like create a new movie with all three of them? That'd be great. That is actually a good idea, especially with Explorers. Yeah, especially with Weekend at Bernie's. One of them's dead. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know actually, they got to convince their parents. What He's would be not. a fantastic double feature is Honey I Shrunk the Kids and then go straight to Big. Oh, wow. yeah, dude. Hit that up. Wow. I shrunk the kids big. Thanks. Bye. Uh, Tampa Bay Times. I, I, I chose my two favorite uh, critical reviews on this. Um, I feel like they're really on par. Tampa Bay Times. Uh, Hal Lipper <laughs> gave this. A, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, 70 out of 100. Okay. Honey. Yes. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids pulls some familiar plot and emotional strings. It's a tad too predictable, uh, but it's resourceful and well-crafted. It's a type of movie that works on one level for parents and another for kids. Both will be pleased. And I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chicago Sun-Times, Raj Eve, the one, the only, gave this a half out of one. Uh <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> just, just deal with it. All right. <laughs> the times we live. That was 1989, yeah. man. That's how it was. Yeah. One star only. That's all. What do you give it? What are you gonna do? <laughs> Zero or one? Split that star up, okay? We're all we all gotta eat, okay? Uh, Ooh, I got an idea. What if it's one star rating? Yeah. And you get to fill in like the the, the points. The points. Oh, so he man. filled in two points out of a one star. Uh, what if this is okay? What if it's <laughs> never mind? <laughs> never mind. Let's just move past this. I'm gonna yeah, go on. Yeah, let's just keep going. Hey, can, can we cut that Logan? Thanks. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. So you know, half. 
Um, the special effects are they are all there, uh, nicely in place, and the production values are sound. But the movie is dead in the water. It tells an amazing and preposterous story, and it seems bored by it. Wait, so you can't? There's not actually a thing that shrinks kids. No, uh, yeah, I think it's not right. a real thing. Well, so I thought that's why we're doing this movie. Yeah, because we because it's a thing. Oh, it's not a real thing. Weird. Oh, yeah. Then I Spoilers. definitely am going to give this a bad review. It was, yeah. on, not it was true. on camera. A, I watched him same it's movie. It's preposterous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, that's basically up. what he was saying. That's true. Here's a ten out of ten for you guys. Uh, when Disney get it right, gets it right, uh, they get it right. Said Mister Movie Reviewer. <laughs> In Which 2020. It was going to be the name of this podcast yeah. <laughs> before <laughs> Mike asked us to do this. <laughs> Classic movie review podcast. <laughs> Classic movie review rewind. <laughs> Mr. Movie Reviewer. <laughs> Mr. Movie Review Rewind. <laughs> when Disney gets it right, they get it right. They end up with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, when they get it wrong, they end up with Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. <laughs> yep, that's true. <laughs> oh, potassium, potassium, potassium. Yeah, that's how I learned that it. Way. I know, that's I know. See, it. all right. I'm glad we're all on the same page here. Uh, this is a classic for a reason. The other two movies, let's be honest, no one remembers them for a reason. Uh, this is the ultimate family comedy and has stood the test of time for a reason. This is Hey, Hey. 10 out of 13 said Bevo 13678 also in 2020. Uh, I like the bit where he shrunk the kids. <laughs> I think the movie left options open for shrinking or even enlarging other things. <laughs> so much so many possibilities here. When did they write that? In 2020. Cool. cool. They were high. <laughs> Who wasn't? <laughs> it was 2020. Uh, um <laughs> Uh, friggin' sweet 80 <laughs> said simply wonderful. 10 out of 10. How do you give this movie less than 10 stars? Question mark with an emoji of a star that's shining. Uh, this movie is so much fun and full of heart. We all have imagined this happening to us. And if you say you don't, then I say to you, say, then I say to you, we've grown up Peter Pan and lost your way. What? <laughs> also high. <laughs> also high. Uh, uh, this was uh, the greatest film about shrinking people. Another 10 out of 10. <laughs> Stephen Chase said in 2021, warning spoilers. Oh, God. The greatest scene is when the four kids from both families get their bodies sizes restored. <laughs> Oh, so high. <laughs> the, the tension was just killing him. Where are you getting these reviews? I'm high.com. I'm high watching movies.com. Hi, MDB. <laughs> <laughs> hey. How am I doing? He's already got it. Oh, man. How are we doing? How does he do it, ladies and gentlemen? How does he do it? That is, that is copyrighted. That's in fact, copyright. I'm typing it in right now to see if high MDB is a thing. Hold on. Here we go. That's, that should be our website name. <laughs> IMDB is not a website. Solid. We're Let's, good. We're good. I, actually, Doug Benson might have a, I'm gonna go, a thing on that. It's for sale for $2,000. <laughs> <laughs> 
God damn it. All right, Patreon. We have a Patreon. new mission. Patreon. We're going to buy HiMDB.com if you guys all join up. If everybody joins up this month for one month only, we're buying it. Does that mean someone like came up with an idea and was like, I'm just going to patent that. Yes, that, like, is ex- that is exact. Someone Some- did this exact same thing. They go, that would be hilarious. But I don't have the time to put in just like a movie database type thing. So yep. I'm going to buy it until someone comes I'm along. I'm going to buy it until somebody else wants it. That's correct. Damn it. All right, uh, Patreon, we need your money. <laughs> um, guys, the last one here. This is a this is an important one. This is a ten out of ten, and uh, this is somehow in 2020. Um, George J. Joe Star, um, how to get a girlfriend? And he just said, "Took my crush to see this movie. Bam, got her to go out with me. <laughs> nice man. That's it. All right, I love that." <laughs> We know you love podcasts, and you're always looking for recommendations, so we wanted to tell you about one in particular. It's called Raiders of the Lost Podcast, hosted by identical twin brothers, Anthony and James. They are sexy. Yeah. They use a lifelong passion for cinema to break down and analyze your favorite movies, new and old, plus plenty of sibling bickering. You might recognize them from when we went out to L.A. We were guests on their podcast to review Point Break, and they were guests on our podcast when we did Fast Times at Ridgemont High. They cover every Everything new and old in fantasy, sci-fi, superhero, comedy, and horror films to indie movies from studios like A24, as well as modern classics from 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. What's cool about their podcast, uh, as, a, as opposed to our podcast, is they talk about more newer movies, like I just said, but they have like breakdowns of, of directors' careers. I think they just did one on Christopher Nolan, which is pretty fascinating. I mean, we have a bunch of favorite episodes, uh, Top Gun Maverick, they've done Pulp Fiction, The Boys... Oppenheimer, Dark Knight Trilogy, Lord of the Rings, Breaking Bad, Seven. They do career spotlights, which is awesome. So they'll do it on like on David Fincher. They'll do Scorsese, Nolan, Denzel and DiCaprio. They'll even have comparisons like Voldemort and Darth Vader. You know, <laughs> so uh, it's available on every podcast streaming platform like Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, as well as video on YouTube and on Spotify. Raiders of the Lost podcast. Go check them out. Yeah, they're the best. We love them. First, I need you to imagine that your dad is a scientist. Okay. But then I also need you to imagine that he's not very good at being a scientist. Done. Then I need you to imagine that he is Rick Moranis. Yep. Then I also need you to imagine that your mom hates him and wants a divorce. Then imagine how cozy it would be to sleep inside a Lego if you were half an inch tall. Yeah. You got it? All right. Then it's time to take you to a world where this is all true. Let's go. All right. Here we go. So scene one, quirky scientist and inventor Wayne Zolinski. It's it's easier to say when you have to look at it. You're like, I can't read that. Wayne Zolinski has been designing a ray gun machine capable of shrinking and growing objects, but cannot get it to work properly. His obsession with the machine is causing problems with his wife, Diane, who didn't stay at home the previous night. Wayne's teenage daughter, Amy, and young son, Nick, are worried about their parents. Next door, the Thompsons are preparing for a fishing trip. Big Russ is mad at Little Russ because he quit the football team. Do we like an animated intro? I think so, right? I'll tell you what, though. I forgot all about this animated intro, but the the music, yeah, like rushed over me with pure nostalgia. My wife even walked in the room. She's like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly." And what what this am is. I hearing? Oh, oh shit! Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I agree. James Horner, man, nailed it. But I, I also heard he great. did kind of steal it. Oh, he did really. I, I mean, also heard he stole it from something that was like written a long time. It's ago. like it's one of those things. Like it's that classic. Like you just hummed it. 
I mean, you just it's it's fucking awesome. Uh, like, are you into the animated intro? Yeah, I I mean, I think it's fine. I think it's fun. I think why not? It's definitely <laughs> actually. Here's what's interesting. This, if I remember correctly, in theaters there was like an eight minute like Bugs Bunny short that played before this. It was uh, uh, Roger Rabbit. Yes. Yeah. So it sort of makes sense that there's an animated short playing, and then there's this animated intro, yeah. and then you're in the movie. It's almost. like. Kind of almost how this movie made so much money is because they it was marketed as it was gonna have this like six minute short. No way. Before it. yeah, it's kind of fucked up a little Let's bit. Let's go watch a full feature length movie and <laughs> yeah. uh, pray to God that that's good. But they've got an animated introduction. Yeah, I mean you know it, the, I mean people liked the movie, but they yeah. all they were all like. If you were into the trailer, you know, like you went to see the movie. But if you like heard, there was also people that heard that Roger Rabbit was going to be in it too, you know, because it, it had just come out and made a shit ton of money. It's funny because you basically just described going to the, like pay for a movie to watch the previews. That's kind of True. what essentially what that's it was. That's kind of yeah. what it was. That's that's weird. Uh, kind of strange. I will tell you this: I don't mind the animated intro, but. If I was going to be watching this for the first time, I'm going to be like, oh, I wonder what happens in this movie. Oh, all of this. <laughs> everything that happens in this. Um, spoilers? Like, I don't know. Of, like, well, but, it, but it's not. like Everything that happens never happens in the movie. I wonder, I wonder if they're going to uh, be in the grass. Or if I wonder, like, it does. Like, oh, but most oh, of it's the like inside, though. Like isn't it? He's like they're on like a turntable and they're they're on a pencil sharpener and shit like that. Like yeah. all they were on a paper airplane. Yeah, like none of that actually happens. None though. of it actually happens, but it's uh, so I it's guess. sort of like oh well, let me write this down. Okay, paper airplane. Yeah. This yeah. they're predicting what's going to happen. Then it doesn't. Well, they're small, so anything could happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'll tell you what, though, it, it actually brought back even more memories for me of like, you know how he's up there in his attic and he's doing his research and they have that like cool system to be like, hey, it's breakfast and yeah. he could tie back. Yeah. My, my parents actually installed something like that at our house when I was learning how to oh, play the seriously? drums. When I was learning how to play the drums, I would go downstairs for like four hours at a time and just never leave this closed door room. <laughs> and they set up like a blinking red light that was right in my vision that they could up from upstairs hit a button to where I'd stop and go, what? They'd be like, it's it's been dinner time for 30 minutes. <laughs> we need you to come up here. We need, there's an important phone call coming in. You need to stop. So every time you come to a stoplight, you just automatically get hungry? Or Pretty much. Is that what happens to yeah. you? It's mostly what you happens. Pavlov's mic, and yeah. that's just what happens. It's like, it's how he sees the light. I, like this daughter, too, is like talking on the phone to her friend, I assume, and she's like, yeah, they broke up for religious differences. I'm like, did she think she was God and he disagreed? What the what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. What's going on here? Well, I don't even know. You know what's hard? You know what part of the hardest thing for me to believe about this movie is? Is that it was in the eighties. This looks like nineties yeah. hardcore. Well, eighty nine. It like, was it was that cusp of, yeah. of year. You know, it's still got that kind of even on Disney Plus where this is on. Like it's still got that like grain to it. Oh yeah. You know, there's not there's a really I doubt there's a Blu ray because of that. You know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but you're right. It does have that feel where it's just like just getting to the 90s. Because there's no outlandish 80s in this. Yeah. If, if I'm if I'm thinking through it, other than maybe like a couple of little things, but it's not hard 80s. You know, it's not capital eight 80s. It's, it's very much transitional, like into the into the 90s. Yeah, even their outfits, like yeah. like she Amy. If this had been made like three years earlier, yeah, Amy would have been out of control. Like her hair would have been. Up. 
been huge. She would have had these really bright colors. Her her outfit's still very kind of like old school eighties, but tame. yet at the same time, it's not it's not really pushing the limits there. Those pleats scream eighties. Yeah. Um, in the in the pants. Yes, that's true. Yes. Uh, but other than that, though, yeah, that was one of the weirdest things for me. And I like I like all the little gadgets, but my God, and can I also say this? Did this seem reminiscent? Uh, this when it, it does get into the kitchen, did it seem reminiscent of another movie? It was Back to the Future? Yeah. Just the, the pointless inventions. Yeah. Like the one in particular of the phone where the finger comes off the, the yeah. hang-up thing. Doesn't even make sense. Because yeah, the, right. the phone's there. just right there. <laughs> so she still picks up the phone and goes, oh, you're ready to make a phone call? When you could have just picked up the phone from there yeah. instead right. of here. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, he's, he's clear. Like, do we think he's a good inventor? Are they coming? I mean, clearly he built the even just building a laser to destroy stuff yeah. is pretty fucking awesome. I know yeah, it's rad, and he has <laughs> he has access to this in his attic. No locked doors. What if he really did go off the deep end and he just turned that thing around to go out the window? Right. <laughs> I mean, we're we've got a real scary situation so, here. Look it up on YouTube. There's a uh, '80s like. Uh, grindhouse horror version of the trailer oh, on youtube God. it's it's like vfx artists like changed it and added like him like shooting uh uh Frewer. what's his name matt Frewer. Matt Frewer. Frewer. like shooting him and like it fucking explodes and shit oh, and, like wow. the ant like chops one of the kids heads off it's fucking awesome i like that, that a lot <laughs> lit yeah dude. Uh, we do gotta talk about the thompsons because like i it's funny to go back there's there's so many missed details of like you just assume when you're a kid you watch a movie and you just go oh yeah the Thompsons, they live next door. They're going on a camping trip. Yep. And then then you never think about that again. But then you watch it as an adult. You're you're questioning. He's he said we we need some sleep. I got a four hour drive ahead of us. It's like four hours. I know, right. Right? What are you talking about? I'll drive four hours in the course of a day, just mm-hmm. going around town. Sean, you probably drive more than five, <laughs> yeah. four hours a day. Oh yeah. And then he's like, We need more sleep. And it's clearly like already eight, nine in the morning, maybe Uh, like they're still trying to sleep. Then he's spending the entire day getting ready to go because they got to get there early and we got to get our spot. Why didn't you just pack overnight and then wake up at 6 a.m. and leave? Yeah. There's so many question marks about this whole trip that they're going (laughs) on. Look, I think I think like Thompson, that guy, Big Russ, Big Russ. I think he I think he is honestly like. He might be the lazy piece of crap in this neighborhood. Ooh. I'm going to be honest with you because he's the one who's like still trying to sleep at like 10 o'clock. Yeah. On, it's Saturday. You shouldn't be doing anything. It's like Shabbos. We don't roll on Shabbos. <laughs> he's just like running around like barking at people and telling them what to do with their own time. And he's upset because he has to wake up at like, yeah, like what, 930 on a weekend. It seems a little, uh, it, it seems unreasonable to me. Yeah. I mean, if he's like truly... We're gonna be late, and everyone's gonna get all the good fish or whatever. You know, yeah. like they come fill it every weekend, and then they people start early. Then he's fucked. Yeah, you know, it's not gonna be any good. Yeah, he's already there. he's already ruined his good but time. Aren't they waiting for their friends? I guess. I guess. Yeah. Until like, when are they supposed to arrive? And like, when, where are they coming from? Yeah, They're like four hours away. And then they're driving another four hours. What's right. going on? Yeah, it's it's kind of strange. Yeah, that that will point out more about their whole situation as we move on. But yeah, you're just like it's you just planned. accept it as as a fact as a kid, and you move on. Yeah, I do you like, do? You're right. You're 100 percent right. And you, I like that because you focus on these things as a kid, or the, like you just are willing to get past that. Move ASAP. on. Oh, move yeah. on. Go back to the laser. Yeah. Get oh, show me the remote control lawnmower. Show me. Oh yeah. Prop. Yeah. Oh no. Damn. Ooh. Here's a prop. All right. 
That's not fair because that's what I was segueing into. Oh, I no. am taking that bitch because I have to do I have to do my lawn one more time this year, and I don't want to do it. <laughs> you do it from inside. Yeah. That's genius. That's, I'm so excited about it. Oh. oh man, I should have written this one down because uh, it, I saw it for a short bit. What's Ron? Ron? Ronald? Russ? Ru- there's Russ, and then what's the little brother? Ron. Yeah. Ron. I Ron's Ron. The one. I think it was his hat that I saw. Okay. That was uh, that was dope. No, sorry. Uh, it's his vest. I want his vest. Ah, yeah. I would like. Uh, I'd like the blue Lego from the yard. Okay. But I want it to be like we, as if we were small. I want it to be that big where we can put it in like the corner. Oh, nice. Like so, a big blue Lego in the corner. So we can have bunk beds. Yes, I want to sleep inside of a Lego. Yeah. I I prefer a stiff mattress, so I'm <laughs> yeah. good with that. You don't like a curved piece of plastic? Well, well no, I'm saying I think it would work out great. Okay, okay. Yeah. Contour would, to your body? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I contour to it, but that's fine. Right, right. Yeah. Over time, since it's plastic. I like that, though. Um, I don't even think I read the cast off. I I think I just skipped right over that. But Jared Rushton. Yeah. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know if we mentioned it in big at all, but we I totally forgot he was in this dude a hundred percent there are a lot of kids from this era that kind of blend together for yeah. me sometimes and i think jared rushton sort of blends together with because he didn't really do much right i mean he was he was what big and he was this and that's all that i remember him but again like we said in big i don't know how he didn't do more i know it, like i like i said in that episode i think is i think he's award worthy in that and i he's just great here he, yeah also. he's he's a major highlight and big if not like i mean just right there be below uh tom hanks mm-hmm. obviously but but then yeah and this it, his delivery shines through again in every aspect that we every chance we get from. yes you know what i mean it's great yeah and then well then you got to talk about uh nick the the actor that played nick that was robert oliveri he i think he might even be my favorite actor in this whole movie he's the young kid good. the young Selinsky kid did you do you know what else he was in <laughs> no he was only in these i thought the, uh he Nick, quit acting after this he was in he was in uh edward scissorhands oh that's right he was he was the brother in really? edward scissorhands yep huh he could I, he did that and these movies and then pretty much just like vanished when i saw that i couldn't believe it and then i was like oh wow it makes perfect sense like it it just like a light yeah. went off. It was crazy. Baseballs for mortals. <laughs> I know. It's I love cr- those lines. <laughs> I know. I know. It's super weird that like actors are in different movies, but I'm just yeah. That's, that's so point. crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you got to talk about just kind of how again it goes over your head, just hit how smart he is. Yeah. Kind of like it's implied. Oh yeah, he's smart kid. But like the fact that he tricks this kid into not only mowing the lawn for him, but also paying him in cookies. <laughs> yeah. That was very much lost on me as a kid to be like, oh, dude, he just reversed psychology this kid completely. I, it was, I had no idea. It was awesome. I thought it was just a... It, and you know what? It just shows that we would have been duped. Well, of course. Because I want to do the thing with the mower. Come Sh- on. Sean just took it for his prop. He'd yeah. be like, I'll do it. Hell yeah. Let me remote control your yard. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny. He just, dude, just like Tom Sawyer'd him or Huck Fitton him or whatever it is, you know? He just hucked that guy hard. <laughs> he hucked him. Yeah. Well, and Sean, you kind of mentioned it there that technic, tech, well, technic, well, shrunk, shrunk is the wrong usage <sighs> of the verb to yeah. use in there. Uh, the, the, it should be honey. I shrank the kids, which is technically the correct English shrunk would be what past participle, um, is, is technically how, so you yes, would have said, yes, yes, you, of course, of course. I have to use my English major for something. You, te- it, it would have been honey. I, I have shrunk the kids. Okay. Honey, 
I have uh, shrunk the kids. Yes, that, that would have been that would have been <laughs> yeah. the way to do it. Okay, Cary Grant saying <laughs> line. Because I think, and I guess somebody like somebody got fired for that apparently too. Really? Are you yeah, serious? Because they just trusted him. You know, there's probably a guy in every studio that's like, "Hey, just make sure the grammar's right on this stuff. Yeah, make sure the spelling's right on everything." And he's like, "Yeah, it is." I <laughs> I say shrunk all the time. I mean, it's fine because I mean, aren't we doing a play? <laughs> I thought we were doing this in a lax way. Because I think I think a lot of like teachers reached out after this to be like, "This is a kids movie, and you're teaching them bad English." How did you? How? <laughs> God damn it! So I like stupid. it a lot. Oh, I hate that. That well, like it also seems to me like if he were to say when he does say that line i guess in the movie where but like if he's saying it in like a uh you know like a my kids just got shrunk and i need to find them you know i would i would just say that because yeah i wouldn't think about saying it properly or anything be like i I shrunk the kids i don't know what the fuck you know i would say it fast and like not be not be thinking about it (laughs) police i have shrunk my kids (laughs) i have shrunk my kids i have shrunk them oh well you use the right english so you're oh well well the grammar police isn't coming after you but we might (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're not calling our partners down at the bureau. Yeah. The grammar police. <laughs> the the last thing I would like to point out is uh, we did touch on the most obnoxious camping trip ever, but also making sure that you're bringing every goddamn thing with you in your house. How do you have room for all this shit? Like, where does all this stuff come from? We're, we're, like, you he, does this guy have like a bomb shelter that he just stocks? But he's like, well, this stuff's about to expire, so we better take it on the camping trip and get it all eaten. <laughs> like, I don't understand that part of it. But then you've got the most dad dad moment of all dad moments to be like, well, you should be on the football team when I was your age. What's the whole point about like him, like the lifting weights thing? Uh-huh. Um, it, this is Wish Jim Carrey, by the way, at this point <laughs> oh, in time. wow. Okay. It's Max Hedger, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it just it screams that to me. But I just wanted your guys' opinion on the on the football thing. Is this just right up the alley of just dad and son? Like, it creates... It I want to be an the, artist. It creates the, you know, tension and, like, maybe the, the growth we're going to get at the end, you know? Okay. Um. The heartfelt moments of like, oh, I do accept my son. You can be whatever you want. I do like how he says, he's like, so what do you want? You don't want to lift weights. You don't want to go fishing. What What do you? What are you into? He's like, I don't know. I like that line yeah. a lot. I'm like, I'll let of, you know. A lot of kids don't know yeah. at that fucking age. Like he just wants bang next door, yeah. pussy. You know, like what? Yeah, he just want he wants he like wants, anybody. He he wants he wants to crease those pleats a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, There's nothing wrong with that. That's what he, that's all he's thinking about right so now. it's fine. Was that, that a pun by the way? Was that uh, you know the growth at the end? Was that, <laughs> I hope someone kept, caught it. Okay, I didn't yeah. I didn't want to gloss over it if he was. I really appreciate you. Pointing you bet, it out. Uh, everyone. That was a pun that Sean made. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna say it again. You have to go back. No, yeah, no, yeah. You're gonna have to rewind. You have to rewind. You probably missed it. <laughs> no, I not Sean or AJ. I agree with you too. Like it, it is. It's just a forced. It's a forced like issue of like maybe why the kid, why the brothers are running away. Maybe right. You know, yeah. Like, I, like well, and and he really wants. He's like really pushing his older son harder. Who older son doesn't need the pushing, but then he's sort of like not appreciating his younger son, and his younger son's like gung ho about everything. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's show it as a as a parent now. It kind of shows like yeah, it's tough to be a tough to be a parent. Like he yeah. he has those moments like he is trying to be a good dad, and he's like, man, where did I go wrong? Like I love Matt Matt Frewer by Same. the way. Like I do. I'm I might go on record here 
as saying like I think I think he outshines Rick Moranis in this movie. I, honestly, he really does, and uh, it's hard it's hard to say because he's our Lord and Savior. You know, we haven't seen him in a while on this on this show. Um, but you're right, man. Like it's 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 kind of crazy how he is outshining one yeah. of the legends of comedy. You know? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I especially upon these more recent rewatches, um, I would 100% agree with you. I'm like, I, I the only reason I care about it going back into that other house is to watch him more. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly, I think he's, I think he's hilarious. He's I think his manners are weights. <laughs> pulling the cigarettes out from under his hat. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love that. He's really, really good in this. His movie. timing yeah. is great. Yes. Uh, it, his it, what didn't he have like a like his buddy shows up and stuff and like they have their moment. Like, yes. <laughs> I can't wait to get to that. <laughs> we got to move on. Uh, That's fine. He's in the Dawn of the Dead remake. Yeah, yeah, for, for like a little bit. Yeah, he's got 136 <laughs> acting credits to his name. A lot, like, lot TV probably. Yes, yeah. Lots, lots of voice. I mean, Max Headroom. Yeah, of yeah, course. Well, of course. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. All right, guys, before we move on, normally I would be saying yo, yo, yo to start this out, but I'm going to go ahead and say ho, 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 because the holiday season is literally right around the corner. Uh, If you are in the retail world selling anything customer facing, then you know that it is already here. We are in the thick of it. My own clothing brand, Wolf Den Wears, is ready and prepared for the onslaught of logistical craziness because we use Shopify. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel that you could have. So whether you are custom hand-sewn kids clothes or if you're offering organic honey uh, and beeswax candles, Shopify's in-person POS system uh, and their all-in-one e-commerce platforms, they're going to have you covered on this. If you're in the food world, uh, if you're a retailer, if you're a band selling merch, uh, a full-fledged brick-and-mortar, fielding in-house purchasing and online orders combined, then you know that if you're not already thinking about what's coming for the holiday season or at least this colder weather uh, that's around the corner and kind of already upon us right now, uh, you've got to be prepping months in advance when it comes to this. So inventory, shipping deadlines, updating your seasonal photos. Uh, maybe you need a new layout for your website. Uh, these are the things that Shopify will put you in control of and make sure that you can do it efficiently and streamline your process for the holiday season. Okay, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify truly, is truly a global force powering Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries, including Wolf Den Wares. Shopify will help you grow with your business no matter how far or how big you decide to grow. Thanks to an endless list of integrations and third-party apps, anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business. So once you start selling, Shopify makes getting paid super simple by instantly accepting every type of payment out there. Go sign up for $1 per month trial at shopify.com confused all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash confused to take your business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash confused. Well, moving on to scene two, Wayne leaves for a conference and Ron accidentally hits a baseball through the Zelensky's attic window, which causes the laser to turn on. Going over to the house, Ron and Nick enter the attic to retrieve the ball and clean up the mess and the activated machine shrinks them. Amy and Little Russ suffer the same fate when they go searching for their siblings. Wayne returns home from his failed appearance at the conference. The kids are unable to get his attention and they are swept up and taken into a trash bag to the curb. Oh, no. 
What did what did what did fucking Ron think was gonna happen when he's playing baseball in the backyard? Yeah. What a dumbass. I mean, like especially <laughs> seriously. <laughs> go to the fucking sandlot, dude. Go yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Like oh, I'm going to go in this small backyard with a fence that's not even taller than my dick, and I'm going <laughs> to hit baseballs. Where? Into the Where, next yard? Dude. Like, come on. But he, but he does redeem when he says the window should have been closed. Wait, yeah, <laughs> the window should have never been closed. It's a nice day. <laughs> I was like, all right, he's got a point. This he's is, got a point. <laughs> Honestly, he makes some great points all the way around. Like <laughs> he he's spinning this really well. Let's be real, guys. Hey, yeah, they knock. He's like, "Well, they're not home." Well, they're not home. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. I love all of his little excuses throughout. Yeah. This. When, when uh, Zelensky goes to the conference, go to the conference. Go to the conference. Uh, he's you know pitching his thing. He's like, uh, someone says, or I think he says, like Einstein. He does. Einstein came up with the atomic bomb. He said no one like no one questioned Einstein when he came up with the atomic bomb. There's a whole movie about it. He didn't do that. That's it's Oppenheimer. I think the reference is, is that Einstein's theories sure led to that. But like yeah, like you're now you're you can't even prove. Think about it. like there I there I hate that the scientists are dogging on him. Yeah, but abs- they're absolutely right. He's like, well, yeah, I have this idea. Of this laser that's going to shrink everything, and they're like, "Well, let's see it." And he's like, "Well, it doesn't it doesn't work." Humanize the goons, man. <laughs> These are the goons, <laughs> and we're all as a kid, we're all sitting there like, "Well, why don't they believe Those him? He's got old bastards. Why, well, why not?" And then like all these guys are asking like pretty much reasonable questions. <laughs> can, 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 can we see proof of it? Well, no. It's like, wow, I love. I, I mean, I love this idea, but uh, like, how does it work? Well. Does it work well? Do you have proof of this? It's like, well, no, I just blow everything up at this point. Well, can we see that? Because that's that not actually. I mean, we can work with that. That might sell too. I'm just, but also, like, what you say about that. atomic bombs, we can work this laser yeah, yeah, thing. He's out. pitching his idea for, like, he's like, hey, I, I got this uh, machine that would, I'm trying to make shrink things, and uh, you guys want to buy it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why would do we need that? I, I actually like his reasoning on this. I, I think because I I believe he mentions this. I think he does. Um, I actually really like his reasoning on this because he's saying basically once anything comes into production, like let's say you have this like massive piece of machinery or something, and you can shrink this thing down to the size of like no more than an ounce to be shipped. Yeah. So you've now removed all shipping, like major shipping yeah. costs and problematic like logistics uh, of see, having these think things about, going. Think about world ha- uh, hunger. Yeah, think about an ocean liner of, yeah. of those giant ones that have all those tanks filled with stuff. Yeah. You could you could put 100 times more stuff onto that ship. Right, sure. If it was all shrunk down, you know? Like and, and it's, it's kind of cool. It's actually amazing. I never thought about that. Well, and that's and it's the <laughs> same thing. Sean like, moved on to the next <laughs> thing. He's like, he's like, these guys suck. Let's move on. I'm like, why would you want to shrink people? Shrink <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's like you realize that was an accident. <laughs> Where like, do we need it to, wasn't meant to happen. Why do we need to get in between things? I don't That's know. the premise of the movie. It was an accident. <laughs> He's explaining, honey, I shrunk the kids. Like, wasn't well, that the idea? I have shrunk the kids. <laughs> I have shrank. I now have, you're completely right. AJ, you don't get it. It's like, well, Sean doesn't get the other. Okay, never mind. But it, well, Sean saying, didn't get the other joke. I'm just saying that I do really like his reasoning for it. And the world hunger thing is another obvious one. Obviously, the yeah. turkey at the end. You can shrink food, ship it, and then also make one apple 
feed an entire village. Very true. Awesome. Sure. Hit it! If we were on a train to yes. go punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> So even though this guy at the conference is completely right in, in being mad, I still his he could have just been a little nicer in his delivery on yeah. it. So yeah. I was I'm I am going to punch him. The the scientist is like fuck you and leaves. But yeah. there was one guy that I was going to punch. I was going to punch uh, Carl Stevens in the face, who is the kid with the lawn that comes over to do the lawn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you recognize him at all? I recognize that name. He looks really familiar. Her the Jarrett Layoff Confused Breakfast actor database. Rick Moranis obviously being in this is his fourth movie. Nice. That's that's number one. We're moving him up the list. No, I don't think it's him. Jared Rushton being in two. Carl Stevens has been in two movies. He was the kid with the dog whistle in Teen Wolf. Oh, wow. Who, who I punched Are in the you? face oh, in that wow. movie. Okay. And so I was going to double punch him. I was going to punch him again, but then I read up on him. Carl Stevens developed a pill addiction that got him 13 years in prison for robbery and then overdosed and died on heroin. So I was can't like, punch him. I, yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to take that off the table. Um, yeah. I'm just going to punch the old scientist, I guess. I think he, you know, he, he, he did it himself. He, yeah. Nice kid. Just fell into some hard times. Uh, you yeah. know, you hate to hear it. You hate to hear it. You man. hate to hear that. Yeah. RIP. AJ, <laughs> please tell me that at some point in your life, you thought that lasers were going to be a bigger deal. 100%. <laughs> I did. And I also, I thought, I thought everything was going to be a bigger, no pun intended, bigger problem in my life. Yep. Whether, whether it be ants and scorpions apparently yeah because they live in a place that has scorpions in the backyard was this arizona and they have a full grass yard no (laughs) um like thought that was gonna be a bigger problem i thought i thought just baseballs just ruining things was gonna be a bigger problem so and lasers top of the list yeah you thought like going on a camping trip was gonna take all day to pack to like carry tv dinners and microwaves and televisions out to the car you thought that was gonna be a big deal didn't you oh i did yeah i i didn't i just didn't want any part of that i thought having to go anywhere (laughs) or do anything was gonna be a problem and it's turned out to be correct well here's the thing is lasers are a big problem in our lives guys yeah yeah i mean we don't have any (laughs) that's true true if we had it if we had lasers i think the world would be a better place we used to have laser discs I don't even have those anymore. Yeah. It's a sad world we live in, guys. Yeah, it is. I I do have to talk, though, about how hard it is. As a kid, again, you take everything for face value, but when you're watching this as an adult, I imagine what my dad was thinking watching this, being like, those kids would die from this. Those kids would die from that. (laughs) Yeah. Those kids would... Even just, like, the act of that broom going by, like, how slow it's going. Think about how fast that broom would actually be moving against yes. them being that that small and getting hit with that little piece of a broom probably rip them apart. is just going to rip through them there there's there is like some scientific theory on on that out there of like the smaller you are it has to do with like the resistance of something hitting you and, okay and you're actually given a lot more like leniency really based on this because of how light you are or something ah so so instead of it going through you it's actually pushing you yeah it's it's like why it's why um like small animals and stuff yeah. can leap from massive heights really yeah and so and like fall and just pretty much be fine obviously okay. they probably feel the impact but it doesn't it doesn't hit like we hit right it's like uh it's it's the theory that you know the bigger they are the hard, harder they fall or if it's you the reverse literally had an ant in your hand and you dropped it you'd probably be fine too yeah exactly you drop an ant and you're fine yeah that's what the equivalent of like 40 stories in the air yeah the ant, and they're like yeah we're good 
Yeah, but I'm falling from 40 stories is not going to work. But I do, I really would love a recut though of, you know how they're like, oh man, like Cork's like barking. I really wish there was a recut of when their dad walks in and he's just saying anything like, guys, you in here? And like to them, it just sounds like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. (laughs) 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 It would be pretty awesome. Cause it's like think of how like, fucking loud that would be. <laughs> like think of how loud that would Their be. Their ears man. are the bleeding, bass. and he's just like, God, I don't know where they're. At. <laughs> the bar- <laughs> it'd be like it, the baritone of Rick Moranis. Yeah, like, exactly. Come on, that'd oh. be deafening. Yeah, like like, like, uh, here's, the, like here's, just- here's the recut. They shrunk, and they're like, Oh no, we've shrunk. But at least we're we're here. Yeah, we'll, th- Dad will figure it out. Oh, I hear Dad coming now. He walks in the room, and goes, Kids, and their heads just go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. And end movie. Dad, dad here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and right as he looks at him, he goes, What the hell is that little mess down he there? He hears like a little pop. Like, <laughs> 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 to, to them, it's. <laughs> <laughs> and he hears. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's like popcorn. And he's just like, Who's, who's making popcorn? Oh. It's like I, uh, I want to. Really like it. I have to imagine like like what if the what if like the couch wasn't shrunk or something, <laughs> and like he goes in there and like this is his sanctuary, right? <laughs> so like he goes in there and he sits down on his couch. He's just like, oh, I don't know where they are. They get gas poisoning. Pulls out like a bat, like a nudie magazine or something. He's just like, oh yeah. (laughs) Their their tiny lungs can't handle his gas. (laughs) (laughs) Just like get some like mustard gas or something. It's just oh, oh, oh. molecule. He's been building this machine for how long? You think like maybe year and a half, two years, something like that. I want to say it seems like it's his life's work with the goal of shrinking things, right? And so he goes to the conference and he comes back and he notices his couch is gone. He's like, where the fuck is my... You don't think maybe... You're maybe. obsessed with the idea of shrinking You things. don't think maybe <laughs> what that if? It, like somebody bumped into it or somebody, if God forbid, like punched a fucking baseball through the window yeah. and it hit it. I, like, I'll tell you, you don't think maybe... Sean, I'll tell you what. If you walk into a room of your house and a window is broken, you, this is the first thing you notice. Yeah. yeah. It's the first thing you notice. Oh, yeah. He didn't even notice. He you didn't notice, even know. You noticed the draft. I don't you know. You don't notice that? Like, it's a nice day out. Yeah. Should have had your windows open. Oh, the birds are chirping. Ah. Oh, of course. Yes. Like, yeah, the window's broken, dude. You don't you smell guys, the laser? Yeah. Guys, <laughs> I'm sure the laser has a smell it's to gotta, it. It's got to have a smell. Especially because he puts his face right the fuck up yeah. to it when he's breaking that apple apart. <laughs> like, Jesus. I think no, no, the laser has a smell. It's like, it doesn't just, it probably just smells like burning flesh in yes. that room it at this point. To. And like probably like like torched down like and and fabric from the couch yeah. that was there. Something has to be in no there. No big deal. It is a Whatever, good way bro. to like add anxiety too because they could have just been like in this room the whole time. But it's like a good device to kind of be like, oh, well, I I got pissed and destroyed my machine. One and then two, sweeping all those things up, he puts them inside. It's like a good thing to get them outside you yeah. know what i'm saying like yeah. it, it was clever to me it is a clever device i, w- I will definitely well, agree with that and but. flying down like again flying down dropping the over what four feet in real in real height into a trash can that probably has really pointy gross stuff in it yeah already in the trash flying bag, down yes. yeah oh yeah then think about i like to th- i'm going to keep pointing these out like yeah. the, the what if moments yes what if 
he puts them into a trash can. Like the bag goes into the yard and goes into the trash can. Like a metal trash can. With oh a yeah, lid yeah. On it. sure. Um, that's what you call like. <laughs> this this is a horror movie. My fiance yeah. would never allow me to put a trash bag by the curb. Yes, yeah. I would. I would die. This was pre. That. This was pre city laws of like having to use cans. <laughs> well, no wonder their relationships on the rocks. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's a slob. Look at yeah. the house. And then we we go through like seventeen bags of trash a week before the garbage comes. Like he's just like, yeah, this is the only trash we have. Yeah, that's a, it's a family even, of four. Not even also, full. No, the most it's just my parts from my machine. <laughs> the most unrealistic part of this movie about the <laughs> shrinking kids movie is that they have one bag of trash yes. for a. Family family of four yes <laughs> but you think uh, about you think about the horror movie that could be that they go into this trash bag they can't get out then they get taken to a dump site yeah like this yeah. is a this is They're horror movie never potential. getting out of that no this is this is now they live in a post-apocalyptic world <laughs> <Yeah>. that's <laughs> what they live in yes they become like mad max people like and i think and they're they're battling like the rodents and the creatures that's where they should have gone with two with honey i honey i shrunk the kids part two yeah it's like survival mode it's yes. like it's like the revenant but yeah. honey i shrunk the kids <laughs> yeah, the revenant. I'm, I'm signing up for I that was say, honey i got fucked by a bear honey I, <laughs> cool honey i shrunk the kids too fury road like <laughs> <laughs> well let's move this on to scene three so the four kids escape the trash bag and begin to make their way through the backyard and back to the house Meanwhile, the Thompson and Zelinsky parents become uneasy at their children's absence. May and Big Russ cancel their fishing trip and file a missing persons report with the police. Wayne eventually pieces together what happened, but accidentally activates some sprinklers while inspecting the yard. As a result, Amy nearly drowns in a mud puddle. Wayne eventually reveals the truth to Diane, and she joins in on the search. Later, she convinces Wayne to share the information with the Thompsons, but they remain skeptical. Man, skeptical. If, if I fell into a vat, of pollen i would fucking die and this kid too is allergic to everything yeah even he's an in, ants he's an indoor kid and he is forced into a mud kid world <laughs> <He's not laughs> he is out of the fire out of the frying pan into the fire into the fire the, the most indoor kid possible into the most mud kid world <laughs> mud kid world oh man i didn't even I'm think an about inside that kid in the mud kid world <laughs> hey he adapts though man like like kid world but i thought about that too sean like that wouldn't it intensify his like allergies you would think unless that holds that theory we've been talking about holds true to like in- innards but right. i don't think it does i really don't think so <laughs> No, and you got to talk about the, the the just like the effects of this of them to be able to do this in 1989 to to create this like this world of like you really truly feel like they are shrunken in the backyard oh, yeah. walking through and I I was very nervous that this was not going to hold up yeah and like I felt like it did dude I, like even the visual effects for the bee I'm yeah. like they they still look great. They really do. They really hold up. Yeah. I thought it I thought it was all like I thought it was all really good. Like the only thing that made me guesstimate, I guess, or kind of like look really close was some of the grass, you know, but of that course, was it. Yeah. But I mean, even then you're like you get pat you get over it really fast. Yeah. So, everything everything up to this point though has been has been really good. And uh I also like the fact that 
they come across this like stream and it's like no it's a river of dog piss <laughs> it's exactly you're like god you're probably right dude <laughs> honestly cork was just out there i never thought about that too yeah. or, or like you know like my dog's piss and shit all over my goddamn yard. Yeah. and if i was in there i'd be like where's where's it at you know like where's it gonna come from it's well, gonna it's I gonna be w- here around here. I kind of wish they would have come a- across a big turd though. I know, me <laughs> like, too. They, they, I think they really dropped the mark in a kids movie to be like, it's a dog turd. Eww. And I don't think that they <laughs> and the girl falls in it. Or yeah, yeah. It's like where's Jeff That's Goldblum when you need him? <laughs> it's like yes, I'm, it's like that is one massive pile of shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I I like to think that. They did not um, dive into how far and how bad everywhere must smell to them. Yes. Every single thing in that world they are so close to and so close to. Like, can you imagine, like, getting lost on their, like, carpet and, like, they have a dog? Oh, my God. Are you you serious? Like, what would that even be like? They would be overwhelmed at that point. Like, Like, being out in the grass, that dog is, like you said, Sean just shitting and pissing everywhere that yeah. he feels necessary. Whatever's going on out there, all the bugs that are shitting and pissing, that's, they're just living a world of shit and piss. Yeah. yeah, They're low on the food chain. They're low on point, the food chain. At this point, like he says. Like smaller uh, than ants. Too. Yeah. That's that's what's nuts. They're, <laughs> they're, they're dodging ant shit. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, even ants shit. Yeah, everybody does. Everybody poops. Everybody, everything poops. Everything poops. Even yeah. ants. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even girl ants. Yeah. I don't know. There is. I do have a list. Smell, of, though. Oh, right. <laughs> I have a list of the couple of things the Thompsons are packing. By the way, uh, VCR, Heat. television, oh. food processor, golf clubs, a microwave, vacuum cleaner, a hula hoop, yeah. skis, <laughs> and so much more. May herself has three huge suitcases that she puts in that RV. And that RV, by the way, you're so used to modern day RVs that are like, yeah, it's bigger than my house. This is a very small RV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that was just the joke all along that I never picked up on as a kid. Like, really I was like, funny. oh, of course they're bringing all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I have never been camping I'm going to need a microphone. What am I going to eat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Or>, sorry. <laughs> microwave. How, how am I going to podcast? What are we- yeah, 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 there exactly. it is. <laughs> I, that's a good point. Everything going into that little thing. I don't know. I. It's a it's a joke that you just don't get as a kid. No, you don't care as a kid. Did you also pick up on this weird excuse that he comes up with for the his buddy shows up and he does the excuse of they can't go because of of my wife's plumbing. Yeah, my oh, he no. says he goes yeah, it's my it's my wife she's having problems with her uh, plumbing. Oh, you mean like the house? No, no. In ter- like he's talking about, he's essentially making like a pretty '80s outdated reference to like menstruation. Yeah, it's just, which is also a really your house weird- menstruates. Yes, yeah. which is always a weird. Why would you cancel a camping trip or a fishing trip? Do yeah, I, I, I never it's, understood well, what the ba- fuck was it's going. Bad on this. enough where I can't go even. Ugh. It's probably some <laughs> bullshit like that. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's a guy's trip. Yeah, right. We're. we're we're guys, and yeah, the wives are coming along, but we're trying to teach the boys some fishing and camping and being roughing it with our hungry man in dinners. <laughs> but if that was me, like if I if I had a trip planned with Sean, I showed up, and Sean's like, yeah, uh, hey, the, the fiance's, uh, it's her time of the month. I'd be like, all right, fuck, do I care? Yeah, like <laughs> why 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 does the, why is that his go to? Why can't he just say, dude, like our kids are missing? Yeah, like maybe you could help us out. Yeah, true. It, it, it's a good it's a good point. Why did he need an excuse for this? I don't understand it. 
kids are kids are kids are missing. Oh, that sounds Dude, really yeah, serious. We, we actually can't find our kids, and we're pretty worried about it. Oh my god! I, Do you like, mind maybe driving around the neighborhood a little bit? And yeah, like, let us help, man. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, like we're, we're happy to help. It's oh my strange. gosh! Yeah. At the same time, he comes inside, and she's like, "Oh, thanks for canceling the fishing trip." Now let's go file a missing persons report on our children. On our children. Yeah. Right away. <laughs> like hey, I now. know that was really hard for you to do. <laughs> I know that. I know this meant a lot to you, but <laughs> you um, hey, let's go let's go to the cop station. Our, I know uh, that we can't do this gone? just next weekend. Um, but mm. thanks for doing that. Yeah. I really <laughs> thanks, appreciate honey. you it's like my really time of the month. going the extra mile. <laughs> right. And, and canceling that so we can look for our kids and bringing my 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 anatomy into this like as an excuse <laughs> yeah. like what the hell is wrong with you dude but the fishing thing is so fucking funny <laughs> dude oh my god i was like that is the best <laughs> like i kind of want to make that my new handshake i know <laughs> I I hated it. Okay. <laughs> I just want to be honest. I thought it was pretty. Terrible. I was just like, yeah, that is that is like more than dad dad move right there. I, like I beyond. How, I just liked how dejected uh, Matt Frewer was. He's like, <laughs> 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 he does. Do that he was like, so sad. Damn. So there goes my best friend. Uh, he's he's gonna have a hell of a time. He's gonna have so much fun without me. Oh, his shit. wife, uh, whoever plays her, is from Twin Peaks. You guys ever watched Twin Peaks? Uh-uh, I have uh, not. She's she's awesome. She's the receptionist at the uh, sheriff's office. Oh, really? I think Kim Kimmy Robertson is her name. She's she's awesome. She was pretty good in this too. The I'll tell you what. Again, I think she outshines whoever played Zel- Mrs. Zelensky. Yeah, like, like yeah. she's she offers nothing to me in this movie. It's Diane just, or whatnot. yeah, Diane. There's yeah. like the whole like. By the way completely glossed over as a child. This whole like they're in serious marital problems. Right. Like serious problems. Like they're holding it together pretty well, which is I think why as a kid you gloss over it. But in the end, you have to think like even their kids are aware that yeah. they're having like serious issues. Like mom hasn't been home in several days. That's a big deal. You know that's a that's a that's a thing. And then like Wayne. Wayne, Wayne has the audacity to say, yeah, that's why the kids cleaned up. And it looks like a freaking disaster still. <laughs> yeah, they're blaming it on the kids. <laughs> yeah, like, and, you know, like I say, they are. They're going through some stuff. Like, she is trying to, she's, like, picking back up into realty, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I sold a house. I sold a house. Cool. They're coming by for the paperwork, so make sure they get it. You're like, why can't you do that? Yeah. So meanwhile, he is, he's created this con- contraption to find them that he's like hang that <laughs> hanging thing. And he's got his, his um, uh, magnifying glass, which is really fun. But also, why does Rick Moranis look so good in a chin strap? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude, it why does it, it, it fit so well? Why? But it doesn't, it doesn't fit, but that's what makes it fit <laughs> yeah. so good. It's, he he was definitely <laughs> playing like <laughs> he was playing football like way too young. Yeah, right? I, I don't. I mean, in I don't. Life. I don't mean to disperse a man, and this is nothing towards that or anything. But yeah, he was born to wear a helmet. He was born. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, oh. you're, dude, you're right though. These these are the moments where I think it really <laughs> shines for Rick Moranis. Yeah. Like in this movie, he's like the even the climbing on the fence. Yeah, like oh, yeah. doing that. Like the physical comedy of Rick Moranis comes through in these scenes. Yeah. the most. Yeah, the better the headgear, the better the Rick Moranis. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I, I'm straight up with that. <laughs> like, I think it's a, I think it's the truth. I really do. The chin strap is definitely there. And by the way, anything to help his eyes shine through is yes. also a big yeah, plus. Yeah, that's too. true. Yeah, yeah. The man is a is a living cartoon. 
and I love that. Yeah, it's awesome. And I mean that in the best way. Oh, I know you I do. do. Yeah. But again, too, like the, the things that he is doing, you know, being on the stilts is still walking on I the know, grass. I know, right? Yeah. And the, even if you watch them when he's on the little contraption and he's moving his hands back and forth like this, we're forgetting, we're forgetting <laughs> how fast those hands would be moving compared to these little kids. That is like his hand is moving like 400 miles an hour yeah. compared to the size of them. <laughs> yeah. And he's just going, yeah, yeah, anyway, I can't All find right, them. Where well. are they? Maybe he doesn't understand how, how small they are, maybe. That's true, yeah. But still, man, he's still pretty nonchalant about being on that grass. It's true. I mean, I guess how for how small they are, if he's mm-hmm. just skimming the grass, he's not touching the ground, so it wouldn't okay, be like... Okay, so he's just moving the blades. I mean, but still, that would like fly them somewhere somehow it's, probably. it's still gonna be causing like borderline derecho winds yes, there you <laughs> like, go. like around <laughs> well okay so then here's here's another thing if, if nick calculates their size to be a quarter of an inch and using his theory of saying okay it's 64 feet to the house that's 3.2 miles it suggests that they've basically reduced their self 264 times their normal size okay so if you take that into consideration when this when they get on this b Let's just say a bee flies 10 miles an hour. If, yeah. they, if they are reduced to 264th of their size, that would be flying 2,640 miles per hour. Oh, shit. Is how fast <laughs> they would be moving on oh, this God. bee. If based they on hang what they, on, it, it would be ripping them apart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then even like little Russ like, is like one-armed, like lifting... Nick up yeah. by like I don't maybe maybe the laws of physics have changed here like yeah. AJ said maybe just they're smaller so like gravity effects yeah. are different and everything's just different on them but man I was thinking about how incredibly fast at that small it would feel like being on that B I, I mean, can't imagine compared to like like getting them like a size proportionate what like it's not even not even a site like a piece of rice is it it's smaller than uh, that smaller right? than that yeah. yeah. That think what? about, think about, and think about taking that piece of rice right now and just going, zoo. Yeah. <laughs> like, <they're> so tiny. <laughs> ah, like, brains. <laughs> look, technically, you just snapped that grains of rice neck, okay? Yeah. By doing <laughs> Next time you're handling rice, think about that. <laughs> well, just think about that. Next time you have a piece of rice, you just might have snapped its neck Conservative by putting it in the mouth. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we're saying. <laughs> uh, did you also read in the script, apparently there's supposed to be a fifth kid? Oh, Yeah. Dude, oh, there's supposed to be man. a fifth kid that was gonna die, die yeah. at this, at the sprinkler scene. Are you? Are you was gonna die? He was going to die. They were gonna kill a kid. They were going to kill Normandy a kid. Beach scene. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I was blown away when I read that. Jesus, yeah. This is. <laughs> I would have loved it. I mean, that's Stuart Gordon and Brian Yuzno probably. Yeah. Where it was like, oh yeah, it, like it's gonna be pretty violent, you know? Yeah. It's good. And then it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good. It's like. Get the fuck out of our office. <laughs> We're taking the script. Get the fuck out of our office. You see you later. All right, hey, I've uh, I think I completed my portion of uh, this uh, child movie about getting shrunk down. Okay, so picture this. <laughs> yeah, Omaha Beach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Omaha Beach. Right. I mean, you're talking about blood going everywhere, bombs coming in, can't hear anything, crazy stuff. Uh huh. There's gonna be a kid, another one. And one, well, let's have two actually. One of them's going to be like distraught and disoriented and looking around for his arm that just got blown off. Oh, okay. Okay. And then there's going to be another one who's literally screaming for his mother. Oh, oh. And he doesn't have a lower body. 
anymore because the sprinkler <laughs> blew it off. Because one drop of water from a sprinkler cut him in half. Yes. Right, oh. right, right. See, you get it. You get <laughs> right. it, guys. Stu, you are yeah. you are in Walt Disney Studios right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have special effects, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, Walt actually, loves this kind of shit. The, <laughs> only, the only thing we really have a problem with is teeny weenies. <laughs> teeny oh no, we'll, we'll get to those because there will definitely be a makeout scene. <laughs> All right, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, come on, guys. Come on. No. <laughs> All right, let's move on to scene four. So the kids feast on one of Nick's discarded oatmeal cream pie cookies and use a crumb to capture a friendly ant. As night falls, the group takes shelter in a Lego piece. The kids are later attacked by a scorpion, but are saved by the ant who dies. The next morning, the kids are nearly killed when Tommy mows the lawn. Okay, guys. I okay, just, I just had a great, I just had a great idea for their movie Teeny Weenies while How I was eating a cream pie. How did you get back? <laughs> oh my god! Get out of here! There'll be a cream pie scene. Look, look. Oh, are we into the cream pie scene of uh, Teeny Weenies yet? It's like, wait a <laughs> What are you talking about? Oh, Stu, get out of here. This isn't ha- Halloween Friday the 14th, okay? <laughs> you watched it, didn't you? No, I loved it. It was really good. One of the better ones. Really. Oh, yeah, this... um. Guys, I, I just want, I mean, we might as well get it out of the way. We got we to get out of this laugh all the time. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to propose that this scene is one of the most heartbreaking yeah. death scenes of my oh, childhood. Thank you. Comparable to NeverEnding Story with the horse. Yeah. And that is oh, Atreyu, right? Yeah. 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 I just think that, like, it's still, and I was prepared for this. I remember as a kid, I would generally fast forward this. Because I was frightened by the scorpion and the thought of it, yeah. but I didn't want to see this ant die. And I remember going, "Okay, well, I haven't seen this movie for 15 years. Like, it probably won't be that bad." It still made me so sad. His noises he was making, and then yeah. you're like, "Oh, they're going to come back and get him and save him." And like, no, the stupid scorpion. It, dude, it's it's like it wrecked me as a child. Yeah, it did. Like this was this was on par for like the shoe and Roger Rabbit, bro. Oh, yes, like. This is a traumatizing moment. You're basically, you basically just showed the relationship of a kid and his dog that just yeah. like saved his life. And they have the audacity to say, he's just a baby. Yeah. Oh, no, they did. They, yeah. One, how did you know that, too? Yeah, it is heartbreaking. I know. It's, it's just like, I, I don't know. I think it's, uh, I, I think that this is like, this, this will wreck you. Like, I don't, I don't want to show my kid this. No. Uh, because of this scene. And you got Ron, like Ron delivering a, a like a cry performance of like I feel yeah. you, bro. Yeah, yeah. That was like your guy. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna come live with me now. Like, yeah. uh-huh. he was like gonna, I do like to picture that they would have like made him <laughs> made the ant bigger too. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, then, and then the ant would have lived with Ron. He's like, like had him in his pocket or you something. Gotta, you got to bring him with me. <laughs> no, like like full size ant. Like he like oh, yeah, we, okay. like he lives in the garage. He's like, what's up? Hey guys. <laughs> but like hey. when he when they when he expands them, he also expands the ant. Yeah, the that's what I want. Like okay, oh we got our kids back. Yay, finally. <laughs> 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 and then the ant eats everybody. <laughs> this would be awesome. 
Good this thing, is yeah. my plan the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be. There's a scene of, of Auntie at a Zoltar machine going, I want to be big. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I were big. I wish I were big. <laughs> oh, dude. See, I like to think about Auntie surviving and, and getting revenge. But, and, then yeah. he, and then he eventually ditches his friend for pussy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like in big. I can't think. It happens happens to Russ twice, damn it. (laughs) Can't catch a break. He just can't catch a break. All his friends are growing up around him all the time. He's just like, when's it going to be my turn? (laughs) I'm a contender. I did think about it, too, with like the pollen thing that you said, Sean, like the the secondhand smoke that they would have gotten from this cigarette. Like, wouldn't they have been high from this kind of like like, I was I was saying to myself, I'm like, they would have fucking like been been out of their mind, like their heads would start hurting so bad. Have you have you seen like I've seen like people who are just like like dicks, you know, they're like smoking and then they like they like. Second hand, <laughs> like second hand onto like a little colony of ants or yeah. something, and all those ants are just like, oh my Ugh. god, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like these dudes are wrecked. Like they're they're they they're going on a ayahuasca trip. Like that's how bad this shit's gonna go. Well, and then like maybe that their bodies are affected because that is so much. That's like more secondhand smoke than they would have gotten in their entire life from smoking. Oh, so yeah. like they're cert- like the day after this Thanksgiving party at the end, they're like they all go get like X-rays and they all have lung cancer and stuff like that. <laughs> like like immediately because of what they were exposed to. It and even the-, the radiation of like the laser. Have we even figured any of that? That or out. even like what they the pesticides in the oh in the god. grass. Oh my like, god, we don't know if they do that. Yeah, if they're treating the grass. Yeah, I mean we don't know what time of the year this is. Do they have chemicals out there? Exactly. Here's the thing, and uh, <laughs> the other the other part of this too. Uh, what were you What were you saying? It was the uh, not the not the smoke. Damn it, I had it, but I'm so oh, sorry. The, well, Sean said it wasn't the smoke; it was the uh, the pollen. <laughs> the pollen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like <laughs> e- everything that goes into this, I think they end up basically accumulating like lung cancer almost immediately, and then they're grown to be big, and that grows with them, oh. and they are just wrecked. <laughs> Like their lives are done, guys. I don't know. This, I don't know how they justify this. These can just go in so many different directions. Yeah. Every time I'd get to a turn, I'd be like, "Oh man, what if they went that way?" And you know, they did it. But. Yeah, yeah. And this is this is this is flight of the navigator level status after this whole thing happens. Ooh. If, if oh, life's normal, totally. If, if word gets out that Wayne Zelinsky, this scientist who had this theory, crackpot theory, and then accidentally shrinks his kids and brings them back that man's house is getting raided his kids are getting taken away there are hazmat suits everywhere and this movie doesn't end with a little fun comeback of oh i get it french class it would be like and going back to like the secondhand smoke thing and you saying like oh yeah they all have all have like terrible ailments now it's (laughs) i get it french class it's it's bad like and and he said that he's having they're 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 spending thanksgiving um eating a tv dinner in a in like a containment center that's it that's it guys it's very true i mean uh, yeah that's that's end of it i don't like that my wife did bring up a good point though she's like hey they have flames why don't they just start a giant fire that will make smoke come up from a section of the grass that then their uh, dad, then their dad would find them. 
Yeah. Because I think at this point they can see that he's searching for him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Molly hmm. Molly knows what's up, dude. See, I think that's a great point. I mean, you you have to figure out a way to like do something, right? Like you're you're gonna make this jungle trek. <laughs> That's the most reasonable, a, and and the fact that their dad like assumes that they're still alive. Yeah, like he's not at all be like, well, I hope I didn't. Can you imagine if he had gone back up to his lab and like, I gotta think, and he looks down and he just sees blood, like little splatter <laughs> blood in like their clothes, and he's and he realizes he stepped on them. Yeah, yeah. Or like when he's looking through the grass and he pulls his hand up and he's just got. Yeah, blood and clothes all over his all over his hands. Like, <laughs> yeah, can What's you imagine that? that? I mean, that's yeah. I, every time he took a step, like he was freaked out by it. I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Don't. Like, it's, they're it's, right there. Like it's true. You have like no idea how far out they could still be. He did find the evidence that they must have cut their way out of the bag. Yes. Right. I mean, he determined he that. that. And and that's really it. So. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you have to be so careful of like the entire yard. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand. It's like just just go around. You know, you can <laughs> yeah. go around. They're smart enough. They can see the house. They're smart enough to go in. A They're going to go straight through it forward. So just you go that way. Yeah. All right, and they'll go true. home. So. But the most unbelievable thing, like I, I, obviously all of this is unbelievable, but yes. the thing that still, even as a kid, I'm like, what do you do? Like the lawnmower. Yeah. When they still get sucked up through it. Yeah. What, what, what I don't understand what was happening. What, what was being implied there? Like they get sucked up through the lawnmower and thrown. Yeah, the blades don't stop. They keep going. They how do they not die one million times and just it's kind of like mulching the grass. You know, yeah. it doesn't always all get hit again. Okay, I guess I'm reaching. <laughs> Maybe he like had a a, a vent system. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Installed into that to make it cool down a little bit and kind of. Yeah, it shoots out the side. No, no, it didn't. It all shoots out the what, side. What we're assuming is that they were so light and small that they were not able to get cut. Yes. But they were able to be thrown 3,000 miles an hour, about 100 feet. And Correct. Be and be and, fine. Okay. And all together. Cool. Yeah, yes, of course. They were not <laughs> separated hardly Even at all. You think about that bee, yeah. the fact that they still landed back in the same yard. It's like, oh, thank God, he's got a path. Like, uh, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no way. All right, let's move on to the last scene. So scene five, the kids hitch a ride on the dog and enter the house. Nick falls into Wayne's bowl of Cheerios and is nearly eaten before Wayne discovers the kid's present presence and works to repair the machine. Wayne corrects the problem and Big Russ volunteers as a test subject. The test is successful and he and the kids are later restored to their original sizes. Months later at Thanksgiving, the Zelinskis and Thompsons have become good friends and are toasting, toasting over an enlarged turkey. The hitching the ride on the dog. Quirk. I had a tough time, like, gathering this one, I guess. Like, because I don't know if I was just, like, like distracted or, like, making a note or something or, like, doing a little research. But, like, how does Quirk just find them so easily? I think they were inferring they tr- that his, like, he can, the dog can hear their... They tried the whistling thing, but I think, yeah. I mean, I think they did they do that again or they... Yeah, how do they get him there? They yeah they just yell his name <laughs> yeah like, come get us hey Cork meaning that he had never he hadn't heard them talking the whole right. time they were walking through the yard but now that they go Cork yeah then the cat comes and it, it like Gross. freaks out well you know <laughs> <Get Everyone's out. laughs> Sorry. everyone does it everyone does Stop it, it. <laughs> <laughs> but it freaks the dog out or like they it wants to chase it or whatever and I think they hop on the last minute. Yeah. Okay. And then that's Cheerios, which and, is and just then, like an iconic. 
It really shot. is. I actually kind of forgot about that scene until it happened. I was like, yeah, forgot about that. Yeah. I don't think that's something you can come back from. It's eating your kid <laughs> for breakfast. Okay, wait. So let's say he does actually ingest his son yeah. and swallow. And yeah. then the next second he looks down and sees the three kids. Yeah. And then he has to live the rest of his life knowing that his son, Nick, probably survived for about four hours mm-hmm. in the dark insides of his body while his body tried to rip him apart Correct. as if he was a virus. Yes. Yeah. Let's let's say that uh, the same thing applies with with the little with the littleness, you yeah. know, like it like the stomach acids don't Oof. quite do that small. You know, uh, and he does eventually shit him out. Right. He's like digging through his own shit for his kid. Even that, even that's still like, yes, you're alive, but you've seen way too much. Yeah, you need to be you, put down. You've been through it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's asking you for it. He's like, that's it for me. Guys. Be put down. I've lived, I've lived a thousand lives. I, I can't go any further. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been in, I've been inside my dad and that is a sentence I never wanted to say. He comes out looking like fucking Jada Pinkett Smith. And just, <laughs> It's the guy after the acid and, and Robocop. Exactly. It's just like, oh, well, I just, you know, that's that's what we're going to be dealing with at this point. And uh, yeah, Nick doesn't come back from that. And neither does neither neither does good old Rick. Uh, this Wayne. movie teeter, this movie teeters on the edge of just pure and utter disaster. Yeah. Cheerios, Cheerios f- are good though. Are, <laughs> that milk actually looks pretty appetizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I read that that was actually like a actual s- milk? <laughs> Dude, it was like they said it was like a sixteen thousand gallon like tank of like milk. Make it white water. No, no. What was no, the man, what really? was the budget man. on this? Like, you guys see what a gallon of milk costs these days? I hope it wasn't that bad. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said the Cheerios were tractor tire inner tubes, twelve feet in diameter, coated in foam. Jeez, dude. Still look good. It, it's dude, it looks awesome. <laughs> I believed. I'm like, holy shit. It's like, did they really shrink him for this movie? Because that's awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like the, the, man, it looks so, looks so real the way they, they shrunk him down. Like, <laughs> how'd they do that? Man, how'd they do that, dude? Man, my mind is fucking going crazy right now because, like, imagine if, like, this like this shrinking thing wasn't even a thing. And, like, say you were just, like, you poured a bowl of cereal for yourself. So yeah. let's just say Cheerios. Okay. And you started eating in the morning and you, like, went to take a bite and, all, and you heard, like, a, ah! <laughs> it! You look down, there's a fucking tiny person in your Cheerios. Full! <laughs> <laughs> Man, I gotta stop doing it. I actually don't know if I can eat cereal anymore at this point because I'm gonna just be looking. I know. I'm being nervous for like what's what's in there. This movie did for Cheerios what Psycho did for showers. <laughs> <laughs> turns out Cheerios went out of business after this. One. Turns out nobody can eat Cheerios. Turns out, turns out, turns out their their profits just really took a nosedive <laughs> for the next year and a half after this movie. Oh, oh everyone went to Honey Nut Cheerios. Nobody wanted that flavorless crap. Yeah. So. Well, no one ever does. It sure does wrap up quick, too. I, yeah. I did comment that to Molly. It was like, oh, man, oh, man, they found him in the Cheerios. And it's like, oh, cool. Well, the machine's fixed. And uh, yeah. And now that we know it's the baseball, we don't have to test it. 
anymore. Oh, of course. Of course. We, we're just going to yeah. put in Big Russ. <laughs> like, you could still test it on an apple, yeah. right? Like, yeah. we don't, ha- we don't, we <laughs> we don't didn't. have to automatically put a human in there. Oh, it's the baseball. It's totally going to work. Put a piece of Tupperware over the kids, you know, and then, yeah. like, see if it explodes and they'll be safe if it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's actually really awesome. I know, yeah. Like, now, all of a sudden, there's a small Tupperware. It's like crushing them, but <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. When did he have time to go back and fix this when he, while he was spending all this time searching for them? You know what I mean? Like, how does this thing just get fixed yeah. all of a sudden? Apparently he did it in just that one night that he was staying up so late, I guess. God, I, I guess. I don't know. And the idea of... It, it 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 was kind of very heartwarming to be like you know Russ is going to go ahead and do this and I'm gonna I'm gonna step up yeah and, and all that good stuff I think it, I, I love I love it when he is tiny and he almost falls <laughs> yeah. off the thing I think that's very, it's actually it's frightening okay. it's actually really frightening I know me. yeah I was scared as a kid be like why is he sitting on the thing why can't he just stand there yeah he's sitting on the edge he of the have damn to sit thing on it yeah um I don't know it, it it wraps up pretty nice and tidy and by the end of this you know it's it's pretty predictable I mean and it. It wraps up in the same kind of family style way of like the Goonies. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very reminiscent to me where it was like, no, dad, I, like I do want to take piano lessons and I will, not, I will do this. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. It was, it was a little fast. But is this one of those situations where obviously Russ and Amy are going to get together after this very intense Oh, situation yeah. but is it like speed where it's not going to last right like what is what does he say at the end of speed he's like <laughs> yeah. you know relationships that are formed over an extreme moment never last you know like i would like to think that they only make it about another couple months yeah they this is breakfast club they have to go back to school yes yeah. are they going to say hi to each other or something like that you want to go to the dance you want to go to the dance they experiment with each other yeah. you know they kind of have their That's moments he gets he gets accepted to iowa state she gets accepted to iowa, iowa. They go to different schools they yep. grow apart yep this is not a long-term dating relationship in fact do we see the thompsons in the in the blue up the kid i don't think they're in it are they i don't think so um are you sure? I, th- I w- maybe we'll have to do it we next might, week. Might have to. Do, we're just gonna have to do this <laughs> a quick follow up, guys. Quick follow. We'll do honey. I blew up the kids next right. week. Yeah. Scratch Saint Elmo's fire. We yeah, just scratch yeah. that one. We got more important stuff to do. <laughs> uh, the dinner. It's Thanksgiving. Big turkey. It's funny. Is it? No, I could have done without the last line. I, I could have done. You know. I mean, you got to end it somehow. And I think, yeah, I think you're right that it's pretty fast, but. At the same time, I'm like, it's Disney, and I like I like Matt Frewer being like, um, you know what? You're all right, Delinsky. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. they're neighborly now. I do like the sentiment for sure, but yeah. maybe it is a little fast. I don't know. Yeah, I'm good with it. I think the coolest part of the ending is honestly Cork's giant Alpo bone. That is pretty awesome. So yeah. let, let's be real. Yeah. I think that's, if there's anybody who came out ahead in this in this whole experience <laughs> and really it's took Cork. something away. <laughs> It was Cork. <laughs> got to be Cork, man. <laughs> the Cork felt like God for a moment. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we have dissected Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with a modern eye. We've wiped away the nostalgia. We have to give it a modern day rating after we watched it. Sean, I'm going to start with you, man. What did you think about this movie, Modern Day Rating, man? Uh, I did like revisiting it. I hadn't seen it since I was a little kid. Uh, that's for sure. And uh, I, Rick Moranis is great, but like we said in the in the episode, I think Matt Frewer kind of outshines him. So it's like, I would, I would, I was hoping that this movie would be like a Rick Moranis vehicle, but it's yeah, kind of not. I agree. You know, it's uh, almost uh, Little Giants is way more of a Moranis uh, showcase. Strange Brew. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Um, I, I think the the effects are incredible. They still really hold up. Uh, the the premise is entertaining as hell. Um, 
It does. It just you know, it's it's kind of a fine movie for me. I think it's a six point two. Six point two from Sean AJ. What about you, man? Yeah. Um. You know, one of the one of the critical reviews that I had read um near the beginning of this was, you know, there's uh, kids and adults are going to watch this in a completely different way. Yeah, they're each going to find something in this movie for themselves and what and take have completely different takeaways. And watching it as a kid, I was completely enamored with this this like sense of um you know crazy adventure that all of a sudden just happens to you um and as a as an adult you know it was it was honestly hard for me to go back and keep watching the movie kind of you know i try to i try to watch a movie at least about three times um in doing research for them for for the show i know we all do it differently um and i just think like it was tough for me to get through this movie three times. Yeah. Like to be completely honest, I like to watch it with, without any sort of, you know, research done, get some research in and the second, the, the last one, then take any final notes and, and, uh, um, find, find my reviews and stuff on that third. And, um, kind of create an atmosphere with the movie. And it was tough to do guys. I still love Rick Moranis. Um, I love, uh, Matt Frewer. Is that his name? Uh, ma- major crush. Um, when I was a kid, nice. you know, I mean, hello, it's a good movie guys. It's a good movie. It's nothing as an adult though. It's really hard for me to like get more than a, <laughs> you yeah, know, kind of chuckle out of it. It's like, <laughs> you find yourself doing that, that, that giggle, like that adult, like laugh. <laughs> Where the size of boogers really got me, but that's about it. Yeah. Mm. And so that's that. And I think that's my perfect description of this movie in a current day setting is. <laughs> and that's about it. So I, I think the number that defines that is um, a 5.75. Ooh, a little low on the age. I'm actually a little opposite. I, I do think that I marvel at how well it, it held up. And yeah. I. I, I it was kind of cool to go in and thinking oh this is a Rick Moranis movie and then just be like no actually I the rest of the cast really did their job in mm-hmm. this totally. it wasn't just a hey as long as we got Rick Moranis it'll be funny um, I I just it's it's that perfect movie of um, adult overtones adventure that that like really is different like I don't think anyone's ever really done anything like this or tried to follow up with that that kind of like outrageous kid adventure stuff I. I, I put it on par with my other ratings. I put it on par with like Roger Rabbit for me okay. is how I put it on par. In fact, I'm going to give it the exact same score because I just it, it enthralled me as a kid and it's worth going back to watch every couple of years to me. So I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. Executive producer Bud Larson says, I watched this on Disney+. Plus. It has been a really long time since I've watched this. This was a family watch. I didn't remember anything from the movie till Ronald hit a baseball through the attic window. Then little pieces of the movie came back to me, like sliding down the blades of grass or when they find one of the oatmeal cream pies in the lawn. Sean, don't laugh. <laughs> My wife is going to kill me for that comment. <laughs> sure, they missed the family fishing trip, but like Russell says, they're basically camping. On a side Side note, who packs that much stuff for a weekend fishing trip? Plus, <laughs> you don't pack the camper like 15 minutes before you leave. <laughs> so the family loses out on an $80 deposit. I looked. That is equivalent to $198.57. You're welcome, AJ. Thanks, babe. That is a pretty steep deposit. I'd be pissed, <laughs> too. It is. <laughs> My family thought it was very cool the way Wayne looks for the kids in the backyard. Holy shit. Who installed that clothesline in the backyard? How did the cables not snap? Those <laughs> yeah. posts were really starting to bend. 
<laughs> in the end, everything works out. Great movie. I really miss seeing Rick Moranis in movies. Same for us, man. We had a lot of fun watching this movie. I would watch it again. My most punchable face is Professor Fredrickson. We agree nice. on that. Totally. He shot down Wayne's theory because he didn't have proof, thus ending Wayne's presentation. Prop from the movie would be Wayne's helmet, the white one with <laughs> well the magnifying done. glass and the two floodlights. Yeah, oh, that's a great amazing. pick. Yes, he's wearing it when the police come to the door. So, hey, listen, Bud's going in 8.65, wow, friends. Nice. God, great, So man. that's going to kind of even us out right in that sweet spot. 7.03 is where that's going to put us. Just fine with that. And we're going to tell you where that lands. 7.03 is going to take that into the number. Oh, wow. It's tied in the number 86 spot with the great outdoors. Wow. You know what? I think that's uh, very fitting. Feel good about that? Yeah. I. That's the thing is sometimes I'm, I'm a little nervous about when I end up giving my final because I feel like I'm a little uh, at a disconnect, but then I realize, you know what? I'm doing my I'm doing my part. <laughs> I'm doing my part <laughs> for well, giving a you? final rating, and I, I think that's a great we, place it, for the it. universe balances it out. It all it, does. it all evens out in one way or another. So yeah. there you go. And that's I love that at. for Bud Larson. So. I'm happy that um, it's the great outdoors that it's tied with because I think yeah. that's where Matt Frewer and his family were going to go. <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah. god! Yes. Big Bear. I Big love Bear. that. Big Bear. Big Bear. Well, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for being here. Next week, we are hitting St. Elmo's Fire, and then we are following that up with a modern-day classic, our first Paul Rudd movie, Role Models. Wow. Oh, yeah. Also, if you're new to the podcast, go back this time last year, Aliens. Ooh, that was a gosh! It's want, been a year for that. One year you want since some, the aliens. You want some sci-fi in your life, <laughs> guys? Go get it. That if, feels if, like yesterday. If there's if there's anything you've ever done, it's go back to the aliens episode and just be prepared for when we talk about the alien. The xenomorphs all have names that start with X. <laughs> yeah, and just be prepared for the entire conversation that follows. <laughs> and of course, the queen having to take the elevator and listen to elevator music. <laughs> <laughs> Opens. Ah! <laughs> God, I love that one. Oh, that's such a good episode. Guys, you have so much good content to consume. We really do appreciate you consuming this one on the day of release or whenever you happen to getting around to it. Uh, we really do appreciate you listening. Uh, make sure you are following along on all social media as well. Look for Confused Breakfast at Confused Breakfast just about anywhere for social media. Check us out on YouTube because we're having all sorts of fun here on YouTube in the live studio. And by all means... Leave us a five-star review. Drop us a review, guys. We really appreciate it. We like reading them. Uh, it brightens our day when we get to read those. We appreciate it. Go to confusedbreakfast.com as well and uh, scope out our merch. You can get some shirts. Those are fun. Mm. You can get some koozies. Uh, I think you can get some buttons. You can get some uh, helmets, some custom helmets with uh, chin straps. Some blue Legos. Chin straps are very important, and we support those. Um, You can also go to that same damn website and see our ratings of all the movies we've ever done. See AJ's, see Sean's, that's me, see Mike's, and then see the show overall. Thank you. Goodbye. I love you. And please support our sponsor. We got Shopify on the episode today. And go to patreon.com slash confusedbreakfast to directly sponsor this podcast. That is the way to go. We got a voicemail. Call us at 319-80. 495 Get us on social medias. And remember, we are produced by Upload Media Group here in Cedar Rapids. We got Logan on the controls Logan. for the last time ever. ever? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see if Craig shows up. <laughs> Learn more at UploadMediaGroup.com. And we are on the Cloud 10 iHeart Podcast Network. Learn more at Cloud10.fm. That's it for us. Goodbye. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.